Here are some straight facts. Not everyone should try to sell their art at just any point in their artistic journey. In fact, if you try to sell at the wrong time, not only will you struggle to sell the work, but you may become irrevocably discouraged and even stop making art. I don't want you to go out that way. So how will you know when you're ready? In art and life, there are no hard and fast rules, and there are always exceptions. But I have a few observations after building my own art business and also helping artists learn how to sell their work for years. In fact, I have a membership called Art Revenue Coaching, where I help creatives figure out when and how and where to sell their work. If you are a creative who could be helped by coaching and training around selling art with things like how to ship, building an effective online presence, living a beautiful artistic practice. You might love my membership. So be sure to check it out. You can learn all about it at josielewis.com slash ARC. That's A-R-C. Welcome to the Josie Lewis Show, where it's artist to artist chat about making great art and selling your work, because I think artists should get paid. But are you ready to sell your art? Or is your art ready to sell? I've got a few reflections questions that you can answer to determine where you are in the process. But first, I want to say this. I've heard it said that anyone can take one beautiful photograph. What's hard is creating a beautiful photograph every day, day after day. Likewise, I believe it's possible for anyone to sell a piece of art, a one-off, a single lucky strike on Instagram or to their aunt or what have you. You might even be able to sell a handful of works of art over the course of time. However, if you want to generate consistent and sustainable income, you'll need to be more strategic and focused. If your goal is to create regular, dependable income with your art business, which is completely possible, I've seen it done from many, many artists, including myself, then stay with me. The first thing you will need to have in place to be ready to sell your art is going to sound kind of obvious. You need to have desire. <laughs> I mean, everybody wants to make some easy money, but making money as an artist isn't easy. I'm sorry to break it to you. It's not simple and it's not effortless, but it is getting paid to do what you love and having freedom to design a life that suits your heart. Not everyone can do it. Not very many people have what it takes. You might be the person that has the chops for it. If you're going to embark in a journey to exhibit and sell your work, you need to have the internal drive to tackle the challenges that you're going to meet head on. Personal story. When I was 17, I put on a show of my paintings at a local coffee shop. I didn't know how to price them, how to hang them, how to display them, how to take payment, how to promote it, how to market it. But I had the drive in my teenage heart to exhibit my teenage paintings and try to sell them. The coffee shop walls were made out of brick, and the paintings were on paper and not framed. I taped them to the wall. Yes, yes, I did. I didn't have knowledge, but I did have commitment and drive. 
Rewinding the clock even further, when I was a very young kid, I had just learned my ABCs and my parents tell the story of them going to a cafe and in the middle of our breakfast, I hop out of my seat and I walked up to the table next to us and stood there and said, excuse me, I'd like to sing you my ABCs, which I did. And then they were very polite and they applauded. I'm sure I was extremely cute. And then I went to the next table and I said, hello, I'd like to sing you my ABCs. There was just a couple of tables in the restaurant, but I went to every single one of them to sing my ABCs. Now, I don't remember this, but it does ring true. <laughs> that is sort of a part of how I function as a communicator. You may have a passing dream to make a living as an artist, and it may sound fun, but real desires will mean you will take giant risks, even when you don't know what you're doing, and you don't know what's going to happen, and you're not ready, and you plunge into the unknown. You have to want to share your gifts with other people. If you are private and insecure about your work, that's something you'll need to get over before you'll be ready to sell. The second thing you will need to have in place to sell your art is the ability to manage different ways of thinking and ways to apply creative problem solving. I always say the same level of creativity that you use to make your art is the same level of creativity that you need to sell it. But it might be a different kind of application. Creativity on Instagram and creativity on a display booth and creativity with a lead generator for your email list are different types of innovative thinking that you will need to be able to stretch yourself to apply. Creativity is the same across all those categories, but I hear from a lot of artists that say, I don't, I don't want to figure out how to sell it. I just want to make art. And I get that. I really do. I understand that. But the thing is, you've got to. You've got to figure it out, even if you are going the route of using a gallery to sell your work. You have to be able to creatively know how to approach a gallery and creatively know how to negotiate and present your work. And then you have to creatively know how you're going to promote your work to your circle because that's what galleries expect these days. There's no way around it. If you are an artist that wants to sell your art, you are going to need to have creativity applied to many different categories. The third thing you'll need to be ready to sell your art successfully is maturity as an artist and development of unique voice. Making a little bit of everything is a great way to learn, but it will not be successful as a sales technique over time. Making work that's derivative and just following the trends will not be successful over time. You need to bring you need to build a deep skill and deep knowledge inside a niche, or maybe two, your niches can shift and change over time. A niche isn't jail, but in order to create really good original art that people are going to want to buy, you're going to have to go deep, not wide. The fourth element you'll need to have when you are getting ready to sell your art is the willingness to adapt to market 
forces. Here's a story. I was talking to a friend of my dad's who was a very successful manufacturer in the 80s and 90s. And he made plaques, like wall plaques with, you know, nice inspirational quotes on them. It was a thing. It was a thing in the 90s. And he built a huge business out of selling plaques. And back then the internet wasn't a thing. So he would work with retail stores all over the country and they would say, well, we, this, this particular plaque was selling really well and these colors sell well. And we like the ones with love in the poem or whatever, you know, they, there was all these like trends. And he would say that sometimes there were these just uh, like inexplicable trends where one particular plaque would instantly sell out and it would sell out across the country. And so then he said that he had a partner who was making plaques as well. And he hit one of these hot streaks with one of the plaques. And then back then, of course, it, the, the way the manufacturing process worked is that they were six months out or something, you know, so they like found out, oh, this plaque is really successful and amazing. And then they put it into production and then shipped it to the stores and thinking, oh my gosh, this plaque, this plaque. But then they would find out that nobody cared anymore. It was just this one moment. This one moment was when people wanted to buy that particular plaque. There are very mysterious trends and forces that fire up and die down with no rhyme or reason. Talk to anyone in retail and they will tell you that what people buy is completely fickle. You need to be aware of such things and adapt when necessary. Number five is very important, and it kind of segues from the last element, which is you need to have in place a way to keep your ego protected. The fact is trends change, economic systems change, the algorithms change, and people might be really into one style of work that you're making and then they will stop being into it. And then people will want you to change. And then when you change, they don't like that either. You will get rejected from grant applications and exhibition applications and all those things that you are submitting yourself to. You're saying, Hey, here's my art. What do you think? Whether other people like your art or follow your socials or purchase your art is not about you. Your value as a human is completely independent of what people think about your art. I sometimes think that a lot of times people, artists that I talk to really want to work with a gallery, not because they think it's, you know, the way to make a living as an artist, but because they want the endorsement that a gallery provides. It's, it feels legitimate. Like if a gallery wants to show my art, then I must be a real artist. I don't know if you should work with a gallery or not. Maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't, but your value as a human is completely independent of whether a gallery thinks you, they want to work with you or not. So rolling with those punches, dealing with the rejections, but figuring out a way to handle not getting the sales you want and managing those haters on the interwebs is a really important part of personal work that you need to do. And you might need your best friend and your therapist to get through it, but it's important. 
The sixth and final element of knowing if you're ready to sell your creative work is grit. Here's a fact. Building a creative business that has reliable sales of anything at all is hard work, and it takes a lot of trial and error. You need to sustain repeated production of artistic series and collections. Sometimes you will find that those market forces I mentioned earlier will focus your attention on your older art that you're bored with. You are over it. Your interest has waned, but people still want to buy it. And if you're running a business, you might have to figure out a way to provide what they want. There are different ways to deal with this, and I'm not suggesting that you have to continue on making art you hate, but it does occasionally come up. Sometimes, just to keep the studio lights on, you have to cooperate with what your audience would like to buy. Okay, I just gave you six attributes of someone who is ready to sell their art consistently. We have covered simply having the personality for it because you want to show people what you're making. We covered being able to think innovatively and creatively about a lot of different problems. We've talked about the development of a unique voice and niche niche, and being able to roll with the trends of the market. Also knowing how to protect your ego, so important, and applying a whole lot of grit to the situation. Thanks for hanging out with me today.